She's put people in films like uh, Wolf Creek, One or Two, oh, that incredible series, Look Both Ways. Yep. That was awesome. She's even put people in Warner Brothers blockbuster Mortal Kombat. Now her name is Angela Heesom and she's from Heesom Casting. Good morning. Well, good morning to you. So it sounds like if I want to become famous, then we start with you here in South Australia, do we? Well, I think we're the one-stop shop, really, as it turns out, for um, recognising people that are just out there in the masses and sometimes, yeah, helping them in their journey towards amazing fame. Okay, so how does being a casting director work? Because you quite often hear these stories of people, I was just having an ice cream in the mall and, you know, all of a sudden they're like superstars. Is that generally what happens? You're walking around and looking for people? It actually does happen more often than people think. I call myself a street worker because I'm always out in the street. <laughs> I'm always looking at people. In fact, I have to walk looking at the footpath in order to, order to relax these days, even on the weekend, because I'm so used to looking at opportunities when I see people's faces. It's, it's, it's a terrible curse for me. But sometimes you, when you're looking for something specific, you know what you want more than everybody else does. And so we end up, you know, I get my team out. We're all just walking Rundle Mall or Port Adelaide or wherever we need to be to find the right faces. So would you have more chance of being cast and becoming a star if you're super attractive or if there's just something different about you? I think it's both. I think obviously having screen good looks really, really helps. But also what we chase a lot is character faces. Like, for example, I was casting an iced coffee commercial. The, the client wanted someone that had just a really angular or slightly crooked face. And, you know, the George Clooney of the world aren't going to cut that. So I went twirling around everywhere. And eventually I couldn't find what they were looking for. It gets very specific with advertising. So I ended up at the Wingfield dump where there was only about 10 people. But I can't believe my luck. Out from the pile of dirt comes his face and a hard hat. And I just saw him and said, you have got the most amazing face. And he thought I was on drugs or something. Oh, no, Angela, I am picturing this guy in his hard hat at the Wingfield dump and here comes a woman saying, oh, I can make you a star. I mean, you'd run a mile, wouldn't you? Exactly, you'd have to. But that that young man went on to be on a major film set. He was the lead guy in the commercial. He he learned a new skill. He earned a whole pile of money. And women were chasing him after that because they kept saying, hey, you're that guy in the iced coffee ad. He just... It happens all the time. I mean, look, I could on a monthly basis. I find someone on the street that ends up being on screen like that. It's, it's yeah, and people have to trust you. The hardest thing about my job is to have people trust me because I'm in the street tapping people on the shoulders, and immediately people think I'm trying to sell them, you know, the. Encyclopedia Botanica or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I have moments, moments to get engaged with them, get their trust and have them interested in what I'm about to tell them. And I'm quite surprised because people tap me on the shoulder. I, I just say, look, I'm busy, I'm shopping in my lunch hour, whatever. Absolutely. Uh, but I'm just surprised how gracious people are. Maybe it's because I'm old. Whatever it is, I'm female, <laughs> whatever it is. But now I've got this trusting face and perhaps they feel sorry for me because I look so desperate. The only <laughs> time I go up to someone, I'm desperate. And people normally talk to me and I think, nine times out of ten, even more so, they say, yeah, I'd like to give that a try. So that's how it happens. Look, what is the strangest role you've ever had to cast for, do you think? Uh, there's not one, not one really, one that really stands out. I mean, so a lot of them are very, very difficult. When I was casting home, I had to find minor women. I had to find women that look, you know, like they don't go to hairdressers every week and get their nails done and they look like they're, they're in the 1800s. Hang and on, have... um, Angela, I've got to say, both the boys' heads swivelled straight towards me <laughs> when you listen to that. That is very, very cruel. And I know that Eddie, I know he wants to get recognised by me, but he's I just know. got to settle down a bit. Eddie, I've, heard, I've heard that you've been ringing Angela a bit non-stop. 
non-stop isn't completely right. <laughs> Angela, can you try too hard? Because I don't know if you remember, but I came in Stop for a casting. <laughs> I came in for a casting for Mortal Kombat and I spent a lot of time on my outfit. I brought a weapon in with me. <laughs> Well, that's, that's, that's not good, weapons. Oh, okay. that's, <laughs> but I tell right. you what, Eddie, that reminds me of a... So I was casting a movie once where it was for one of the lead roles and there was four key roles and there was two scenes. We normally do an action scene and, you know, and something else. And the action scene was a, a battle scene where this, this particular hero was, had been shot but was still alive. And one actor came in with his shirt on and he got in a lot of trouble to get all this fake blood and put fake blood all over his shirt and he had a half a bullet hanging out. And when I saw him, I thought, oh, my Lord, this is not going to get in the role in dress up like this. So you must leave your guns behind. It <laughs> um, all counts. Okay. I okay. have people come in with tall sheep. They come in with stuffed sheep because they're a farmer, <laughs> things like that. So, <laughs> Eddie, I'm sure your charm and good Eddie would have got you that role. It was just the fake gun you brought. Oh, yeah. don't say that. Sorry. Angela, um, Angela, we've been talking a lot about the everyday person getting their chance. Can you give us any inside information, any of the big names that you've worked with? Look, I've worked with so many. I mean, I've worked with you know, like Charles Downs, Sam Worthington, Kylie Minogue, oh. um, Eddie Banner. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> Um, <laughs> a lot of famous people like that. I mean, um, um, Rachel Griffith, you know, um, Dak Efron. I mean, all these kind of actors that I get to work with very close. And, and when they're that big a name, Angela, would they be just as nervous and filled with maybe just as much self-doubt as some of the every average day people that you've spoken about? You know, on that yeah, feeling. I think they really are. I think it's harder for them in a way because, you know, they've got that established career. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a privilege to work with Henry Swank recently, three years ago here, and you know, Harry Potter, Daniel Radcliffe. I worked with him. In fact, um, Teresa Palmer put a very young Teresa Palmer with him for her first big movie role, December Boys. And it was Harry Potter's, um, Daniel Radcliffe's first film outside of Harry Potter. Uh. And Teresa Palmer had done very little, and um, she got that role, and that's what started and her And now look at well. her. Good. Look at her now. Come yeah. on, come on, spill the goss. Are you going to tell us who's like, a little bit difficult? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. All right, well, what about this? Speaking of difficult, our very own Shane Lowe got replaced by a log in Home and Away. Yeah. Uh, he got cut from his part in the kids' uh, TV series Shipped Ashore. Mm-hmm. Do you think there could be something you can cast our Shane in? No, well, Shane, come and see me. Um, okay. we, we'll put you on the casting couch and see how he goes. Um, I think it is, you, you, you do some debriefing because, I mean, it is about rejection. You've got to get over those rejection moments now and we can actually find something else for you. You know what? There is something for everyone. It's just finding the right moments okay. and the right opportunity. The rejection stories make great radio. That's the thing, yeah. though, like, unfortunately. So. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But the log, you can't do much to the log, can you? No. Yeah, no, it was... Better it's just like in acting school. In acting school, you've got to be a tree or a rock. What's, yeah. that, what's that all about? All right, well, I'll bring yeah. my angular face in to see you. Yeah. And we can go from there. The Ali Clark Breakfast Show on Mix 102.3.